Welcome to episode one of the Rad Habits podcast, episode 1.2, because you really did this, but COVID came and we had to redo it, so we're here again. I'm your host, Cam Gnarly, aka Lil Plus Sign, aka the Posse God, and I'm here with my brothers. We could call them Curly Fam, we could call it Airborne, we could call it so many things, but I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Go ahead. Your boy Money Maze, Aaron Maze, Murder Maze, whatever you want to call it, just put that maze on the end of that shit. <laughs> Respect. I'm Kato. That's right. <laughs> Me? Oh, DC. DC3, a.k.a. Steve's God, you know. Factuals. <laughs> so, these are my brothers. As the start, like, there would not be a Cam Gnarly or a Rad Habits if it wasn't for these three guys right here. Uh, me and Kevin are blood relatives. Me and DC have known each other since we were 18. And me and Aaron have known each other since I was, like, 20 years old. And uh, we fucking used to run it up. We really, I mean, we all run it up individually in our own personal lives, but as a unit in our youth, we used to run it up together. And I'm really excited to, you know, do this creative space with my homies again. Uh, yeah. How we're, y'all feeling? We were just outside. That's what I miss. I miss being outside. I miss that youth. I miss that exuberance. I miss the fucking shit up, getting into the trouble. I miss fucking not knowing what you're going to do that night, having 10 bucks. Everybody got 10 bucks yeah. up. And just fucking making some shit happen. Like, that show was fire. Whether it be just ciphering at a party or actually rocking shows. Like, that's why I just was going outside. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good Some times. good memories. <laughs> good old times. Yeah, running it up. You know, always, we was always deep, but I just think about, like, how many times, how many places we all went together as a unit. And At we, least, like, four cars deep every time. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. It like every time. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey, yeah. what the? We'll make people nervous. <laughs> we'll make people nervous. It, it really was. Like, I remember 12 people deep. <laughs> like, <laughs> who are you guys? The goons. Like, like, whose name is on the bill? Who's rapping? All of them. What do you mean all of them? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I pissed a lot of people off in that time period. Oh, that happened. Yeah. And I'm not oh, even, man. you know, and I'm not even sorry Definitely. about it. Like, you know, at this point, the funniest it was part of the you're growth. Like, you're like the calmest one out I, of the whole group. I am the calmest one. And uh, you got attached to some wild shit. Oh, yeah. Just, for, oh, yeah. just because of us. <laughs> and back in the day, on the on the grow, I used to be like, like man, I'm so Cam. sorry. They thought your camp was better than that. <laughs> yeah, they, they really did. I, I really, tried you know. Tried the band. They tried like, to cancel camp. Y'all don't know him. Four niggas was getting canceled. They tried to cancel. Kids, they sure man. did. They sure did. I, I but I was really like, sorry about that. Man. It wasn't me. Y'all but I appreciate that. Thank I'm you. Like, y'all Thank don't you. know him. He ain't too good for this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were posy. Yeah. Uh, all these things this are true. <laughs> My whole thing is, yeah, this is pre posy. This pre-posy, is the pre posy cam. But I can definitely say, I feel like I've always been, uh, you know, a complex person. I'm a complex person, so I was more complex then because I was really walking the thin line between what it was, you know, what. People may see me as a positive person. Da, da, da. Like, I was really with the shit. I'm still with the shit now. I'm just more refined in that. And I feel like we all are. We we definitely have grown from our wild, rambunctious, coming through the fuck shit up, you know, energy. Now it's more, uh, it's more dialed in. It's more direct and more intentional. And I feel like that just comes with growth. But it does feel like, you know... Really lived a life. Like, I mean, I'm still definitely living. Like, yeah. I'm really living, but... It only just keeps getting better, man. Yeah, definitely. So, Long just life. to give people more backstory on, you know, how we all got together. Me, Aaron, and DC, we're in a collective together called Curly Fam. And y'all could go check out our, our past works and our and our old music together. Uh, DC was recently featured on, like, my 2020 or was it 2019 project, Nirvana. And... uh and Kev and Aaron have always been, you know, somebody who's been a part of my creative process, you know, even as just yesterday playing in my new project and stuff like that. Like, these are, this is like my my guys, the inner circle, like my my people. Uh, 
you know, and everybody has like different creative backgrounds. Like, you know, you want to talk about your talk from about just your uh, just bars. That's what that's that's the whole thing. Music was always just an outlet, whatever it was, whether you're listening to music or playing music, but just rapping. That was always something I could do, just freestyle off the top, whatever. So when I met Cam, he was in a group by himself already. Um, was the hi hats? Yeah, yeah INF, and, uh, INF, Patty Stone, and Patty. Um, and I would just be at the same shows, be at the same house parties. And I just see that I just jam them up, run that fade, and run that fade, always. And then, uh, and we just started, we would just go off the banter back and forth, whoop to whoop. But then, uh, then I started doing my own shit, and then I started seeing DC out and about, and he was fucking just raging it. And so I was like, fuck, we need that type of energy in the collective because, fuck, I rap, I got bars, but I don't got melody, I don't got fucking, I don't got rockstar shit, but DC had that energy. So that's why I just gravitated towards that. And then podcasting, I just love talking shit. Journalism was always something that I was into, whether it's Jay Adande or uh, Stephen A. Smith or who, whoever you think is the top guy. I've always uh, studied them. I've always been enthralled by it, whether it's a newspaper, podcast, interviews, whatever. So podcasting is always just something that I gravitated towards. I love it. Whatever... Uh, stand up comedy. I like words. I like bars. I like the the punchline. I, I like why you said something. This whole cancel culture, like why we can't say stuff. Like fuck <laughs> you. Dog. Like, like, like I, I love I love a good racial slur. I love a good racial. Oh I my love, god. I, I, I love I love all that shit talking. Like <laughs> stereotypes. Talking I love that shit. They're stereotypes for a reason because it's funny. Like get the. They, I hate this shit. You just got you got to know your place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to know your place. You got to know your place. That's me. That's me. I just like talking shit. Like you got to know your place. You, perfect, you get out of line. Perfect for you. Then. Yeah, I love that shit. They gonna cancel you. That's yeah. how it is. You get canceled. You get out of line. Some people can say certain things and get away with it. Certain people can't. Yeah, true. that's what it is. If you ain't got it, sorry, your ass got canceled. I don't give <laughs> a fuck. On God, like, yeah. You, it's really I about like you. that shit. That shit is funny. I yeah. like it. I like yeah. seeing people get canceled. That shit is funny to me. Like, <laughs> but, oh, you thought you thought you thought you could get away with saying yeah. that shit, but oh no, the public got your ass. You out of here, sucker. But nobody yeah. really ever gets canceled though, man. Yeah, like, they still be you lingering get canceled, around. You get canceled for a little bit, and then yeah, after a while, but you just, you get in trouble. You I get... can definitely say if we was getting, I mean, niggas tried to cancel me early back in the day, yeah. but if we were doing the shit that we was doing then, now we'd be canceled. Oh yeah, one. Oh, yeah. or they would have attempted to cancel. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But you could this. It's, they would have canceled the show. It shows, shows how much power you have. <laughs> it, it shows who has true power when you actually do get canceled or you don't. Because that's what I'm saying. Some people get canceled, but yeah. no, it's a timeout really, and then they're back on the public and they're doing it. Some people really get canceled. You never see them again because why? You never had no power to begin with. You was whack. Yeah. Like Factuals, that's why. Yeah. That's why you're out of here. Yeah. Like, I'm undefeated. That's how I feel. Dave Chappelle ain't got canceled. <laughs> All the shit he was saying, they tried. They've they been tried. trying to cancel him forever. Yeah. Just do whatever the fuck he wants because yeah. why? He's a good artist. He's fucking good. If you're trash, you get yeah, canceled. That's what I'm no saying. One... If you're coming with that heat <laughs> consistently, man, it doesn't matter what you say. And some people kind of use that like... shit to try to put themselves on. Like, that shit's lame yeah. too. I don't. Yeah, I don't like the clout. Chasey, like the the way they try to affect cancel. They try culture. to be controversial, yeah. or deliberately to get cancel culture's yeah. attention. Yeah, yeah, that's to not, put themselves on. That's just that's they right. just they just shit post all day, like <laughs> like yeah. post shit that's going to trigger people and yeah. try to get like attention. Yeah, yeah that's, that's just right. Yeah, I don't like that. But it's just, but back to it, just words. It's just Twitter verse. It just if you, if you move righteous, I'm a righteous person. So when shit comes back to me, like I ain't got nothing to hide. I, I ain't never fuck nobody over. I don't owe nobody no money. Like so, if it's just words, we're just talking shit. If I made a tweet. That was uh, off color or whatever. Then fucking sue me. Yeah, but you mean that's what I'm saying. That's what it is. Yeah, the world you operate <laughs> but, but in, your you, your end result yeah. is still in the hands of the people. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, like you're in a good if medium. You're trying to be you got uh, space yeah. to do that. You're yeah. trying to be something. You know. You know, I I just try to stay out of certain business. 
I try to, you know, not say certain shit because yeah, I had to go back and delete that's a smart some move. shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had to go through yeah. some words oh, yeah. on my Twitter and oh, delete, yeah. delete this I've looked up those. Uh, there was we was making some inappropriate jokes, <laughs> and I feel like that's funny that this is the <laughs> this is the way the podcast starts. We on some like, yo, let's get out the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's just get out the let's way. Get let's out get out the way that, now. Let's get that part out the way so we can know. I want to just let people know that we are complex people. So, like, you can't expect us to be one particular way or lean one way on, on, on any type of uh, situation in general. Um, and we're all creatives. So, in that in that respect, I draw inspiration from a lot of stuff that people would not think that I'm, like, into based on however I'm perceived. But, you know, that's all social media. That's all internet stuff. Like, you know, even in a regard of, like, you can listen to my music and and, and know me to an extent, but that's nothing like knowing me on like on a personal level. Like, you know, it's just completely different. But even as a society, it used to be a thing, like a coin phrase, don't discuss politics or religion. Now you just log on to any Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. That's, people are leading with uh, religion. People are like, Jesus Christ is being pushed in your face and you can believe in what you believe. There's you need you need the belief systems, you need ideology yeah. because we live in a fucked up world. So you need something to believe in, yeah. you need something to chase. I get that, but, but it's lame when you make it your personality. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. Your personality yeah. is religion <laughs> or your, your personality is like politics, like that's boring as fuck, man. You got to like yeah. Shout shout out Uncle Keith, he's a pastor at the Door Hope in East LA, for real. Um shout out but Keith. um but yeah, like Get over yourself. Like, fuck the... Like, everybody thinks their shit don't sing. Everybody yeah. thinks that their political stance is something new or they know something that you don't. It's just, it's just like, a boring conversation at just, this point, man. It's just so yeah, I was going to say, they try to use that to put themselves up on a pedestal. Yeah. Like, oh, it's, I'm... It's just... People are just so tribal. I'm religious I'm and I'm fucking... I'm living straight and you guys are... Yeah. Or I'm... I'm... Like yeah, Republican and I'm conservative. They draw a line. They're you guys, are, you yeah. guys are just a mess out here. Like, bro, shut the. It all sounds egotistical to me, honestly. Yeah. So it's like there's really no, you know, I don't want to waste too much time talking about cancel culture and stuff like that. I, I all I can say is just like we are have always tended to be very free thinkers and often have done the thing that people will be afraid to do type type energy. So as long as we continue to maintain that, I don't feel like we could ever be. Uh, worried or bothered or even affected by yeah. anybody's outward opinion. And plus, I'm my harshest critic off top. You can't tell me nothing I haven't said to myself in the mirror a million times. And even more yeah. than that, like, I'm a creative. Yeah. Like, I'm a depressed-ass yeah, bitch. I, I, I say the most <laughs> shit to my dog. I'm a depressed-ass bitch. I, I read so much self-help books just because my fucking self-esteem is so low that I have to fucking work out. I have to read these books just to fucking build myself back up. Like, fuck that. I'm broke today, but fucking tomorrow I'm getting paid, homie. Like, run that fade. Like, I got to do these things just to get through my day, you know? Like, yeah, fuck. I respect that. And we're deep individuals and you see the shell of somebody where they look good or they look like shit. Like, you don't know that person. You don't know what they're going through. So it's like, man, cut that's, that ego. That's self-awareness, yeah. man. Yeah. I respect people who have self-awareness. Yeah. Too. How do you feel like people's self-awareness has changed in this I mean, we're this is what like was this March? Is it March yet? It's February, twenty twenty one. I still feel like we're in twenty twenty. How do you feel like people's self awareness has changed? It's annoying, man, because there's people who are like trying to take the moral high ground in like every conversation, and that's where cancel culture comes from, man. It's like, and that's where like that's where people start to fucking struggle is because you know we don't really know who we are when it comes down to it. So if you're not striving to understand yourself, you're just like fucking, you, I don't know, you just look like a joke to me, man. If that's like your whole only thing that you care about, politics, religion, and all that, man. It's like, like, where's that self-awareness come from? Like, my man's working on himself and people don't have like the, you know, there's too much ego yeah. involved, yeah. you know? Once you take that out, then you'll be able to like change yourself. And improve. Yeah. Me, the way I would like to work, I'll work on myself in, in, a, in private. I don't like to use 
outward things to hold me accountable or anything like that. Especially because that used to be like a valid thing. Like, yo, I'm going to link up. Let's work out. We hold each other accountable in that space. But now people, if you know, sometimes it feels, you know, manufactured. Like the self-care, the self-work seems like they're manufactured and they're probably skipping over the real steps that would help them yeah, become yeah. the a more whole person. And I, I you know, I, I salute I the people. I feel like there's who, a lot of that on, on social media, like fake. Working on themselves. Type. Yeah, like, yeah, and I feel like <laughs> everybody's Gary like all that. of a sudden. Yeah, and everybody I salute the people, and then the, the they, they're expiring people that really need that. But it's like you're following someone that's being fake. They're not yeah. about that. They just want attention, and they're pretending. Yeah, but at the end of the day, they're not happy. Like yeah. that's the sickest shit of seeing people on social media who you can tell like they're not happy, or people you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, people. You really I know you, yeah. dog. Like I know you. You ain't about that. Just you got to front. Yeah. With, you got to front with me, baby. Like you, it's alright to be yeah. sad. Be sad. Some people just need attention. Bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, well, they need that attention. Yeah, self awareness. I can only speak on myself, but I think right. just with uh, the internet and social media, the ego has been inflated times fucking a million. Oh yeah. Like nobody's showing their bad days. Nobody's showing when they don't have a haircut. Nobody's showing. People are just showing that one trip to Miami. People are just showing that one time they got a new bag. And then ten pictures of the one trip to Miami. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But people, people not showing when they fucked up. People not showing when their car broke down. People People are not showing when yeah. they got a flat yeah. on their way to work and they're, this last time they could be late. Like, people are not showing these things. People are only showing the, the right angle with the right filter. Like, it's all fabricated. So, it's just yeah. like, we're getting way too much information. Chappelle talked about this on one of his specials. Like, there's just an overload of sensory. Like, there's too much going on for us to even care. Like, all this shit's going on with the schools and everything. Like, you should be glad your kids are at home. People are stressed out because their kids are at home. They're teaching them on Zoom. But just last year, at the same time, little white kids were shooting your kids at school. For like real? this was a weekly thing at school. Your kids are getting shot yeah, up. That's true. And so it's like now it's like you're stressed out. You got two kids, three kids. But it's like at least they're safe in the confines of your home. So it's like I don't know. There's, there's a lot of bad going on. But you gotta take it and just roll with that shit. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like as a culture, there's not a lot of that. Like the. Like, what you're referencing is, like, self-awareness, but we don't have, like, a culture of self-awareness to the point that we could put certain things in poop perspective. The juxtaposition of, like, now your kids are safe in home, and y'all complain about that, but literally a year ago at this same exact time, your kids are in school, and they were getting shot up. Like, now, it, it is really about, like, the, the time that we're in. Like, they just give us all this information that it's really one worry after another, not even recognizing that. We literally are... You know, pun intended. We're dodging a bullet by having your kids at home, and even now, like, because there's no awareness to it, they're just putting us in another bad situation. Like, forcing kids to go to school when people is getting sick. Like, you're gonna have school shootings and COVID at the same time in the school, and no, you know, no protection. Like, <laughs> yeah, COVID just ran away from a kid. You gotta run away from a kid coughing at you, and another kid <laughs> kind of shoot you. It's crazy, America, America. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did y'all do to survive 2020? Like, we're talking about self-awareness, talking about growth. I, you know, we, I know y'all personally, so I know what kind of personal victories, but anything y'all want to talk about that you've, you know, that you've learned or achieved, any goals that you hit in 2020 amongst the chaos? One thing that was helpful for me is kind of just disconnecting from the internet. Like, Aaron was talking about that information overload, man, because yeah. you're getting, like, constant COVID updates. You're getting, like, updates about everything else, the state of the world, and, like, that shit was just too much, man. And I think everybody was, like, tuned in at the same time. It was just, like, causing more stress. So what was helpful for me is just, like, disconnecting and getting back to the shit that, like, actually makes me happy and, you know, like, working on the shit that, you know, that challenges myself, like, creative shit. Yeah. Yeah. That shit was helpful, you know? Yeah. I, just, I, was, I was able to come up financially, you know, just from doing that, being able to disconnect. And, you know, that, that 
I just had to make a schedule because when all this shit went down, whether it's COVID, losing jobs, I was working in festivals, bartending, doing all this shit. So when they shut all everything down, it's like you go through a phase of like, all right, how am I going to get paid? Now I'm drinking more. Now I'm depressed. <laughs> now I'm sad. Now fucking like there's no more norm. So I just had to make a schedule. I had to wake up early. I had to fucking feed my plants. I had to work out. I had to read. Oh, yeah. I had to put my phone away. I had to read. I had a fucking a lot of binging, you know, and then just to, just to pass time. Stand up. I love stand up. I love comedy. I love to laugh. I love podcasts, podcasts about stand-up, and then a lot of Fargo, a lot of Mrs. Maisel, a lot of fucking... <laughs> that's my shit. I don't give a fuck. I, love, um, I, I can definitely say all the HBO Max. Got us, yeah, about to say streaming got us all through 2020 for sure. Because yeah. I loved going to the movies. I loved... I love That was movies, like a typical... Date, date night or not, like, I love going to the movies. We would often all go to the yeah. movies together. So that was probably, like, something I super missed, but... Being able to stream things on HBO Max. Shout out to HBO Max. Free plug. For a lot them. of good music came out last year too. Facts. Only thing that's sad about it is like at home. they couldn't. Yeah, we had them at home, <laughs> but they couldn't go out. But they couldn't go outside with it too. That's a lot. You know, a lot of people dropped great albums last year too. That just... that you wanted to be outside for. Man. Oh yeah, like yeah. damn, you want to be in the streets when yeah. like listening to this shit. Yeah, yeah when Twenty One dropped that album, I really wish we could have went outside and went to the went to the events and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, music and movies and just like. Real personal connections got me through the 2020. And just like, you know, before before COVID, you know, even at the start of our original episode one, like Rad Habits was in the process of doing monthly events. We had did the You're Welcome. We did the uh, um, You're Invited. And th both those went up. So, and on top of that, just all the time that I would spend doing shows throughout, you know, throughout all of California throughout the months, not being able to do that, I really had to transmute my energy into other things. Yeah, so that's I what I, I really wanted to, like, talk to artists about that. Like, how does that shit feel? Because I know that was a way for you guys to express yourself and then have, like, test out new music and see how people respond to it in real time. But not having that outlet, how did that fuck with you, like, as far as you creating? Like, damn, knowing I can't go perform this shit in front of a crowd of people, how do I want this shit to sound like? Like, how do you, you know? gauge it? I mean, I gauge it with... Like the like yeah, with the real personal connections or like ears that I trust really, because be before that's what it was like. I would really test music in a live space yeah. or write music, thinking of using it in a live space. And now, since there's no live space to do that outside of just like these digital spaces, like this pod and uh, you know, digital performances and stuff that I did, I probably did like two or three digital performances in 2020. But because you know, a lot of those were just more, like, on a personal level. I did the Juneteenth, and I did, like, some other, like, Black history things. But beyond that, like, I really wasn't trying to go out because shit, COVID's scary. But <clears throat> I would test the music in other spaces with ears that I trust. But it is, it was weird. There was, like, a weird space where I was listening to the music I was making. I was like, this shit sound like outside music, and there ain't no outside. Yeah. So, like, I really had to you know, tap into something else. And that's how I ended up with the project that I got now, The Love Really Is. So I really got into just doing more self-care, self-analyzing work, and I ended up writing a whole project that's more, like, so melodic it, and so singing. That's what, I was, that's what I mean. So that changed right there, your whole creative process. Like, you oh, started yeah. digging inside, like, okay, let me look into myself and try to create something that I don't I've think this EP before. would sound like the way it sounds now yeah, if I was it. making it outside. Like, well, yeah, yeah, I've heard, yeah, I've, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. listening to it last night, and I was just like, okay, it sounds yeah. different. Yeah, that's, like that's one of the effects of, like, being stuck inside, yeah. and, you know? Yeah, me, I was already kind of starting to stay in the house a lot when this... You're a fucking started. hermit crab. Yeah, bro. I already saw... I was like, at first... But, I, but bro, it is starting to get to me now, though. Like, at first, I was like, yeah, this is my life right here. This is the life I've been trying to live. Like, I'm staying in the house. I'm playing video games. I'm smoking. I'm chilling, bro. Like, and then that shit helped me save money, too, bro. I just... 
not going nowhere, staying in the house. I yeah. then I my girl, I'm like, hey, shit's closed. We can't like <laughs> we, I, I stacked my bread, bro. Took that shit to the stock market, took that stimmy to the stock market, ran up. Hell yeah. Money I ain't never had in my life, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah, shout out to the stimmy. <laughs> you know, shout out to the people who got the stimmy. <laughs> you know, I was definitely not even outside of the stimmy. That was like extra, but in 2020, I was able to like get my credit in order, got a new whip, new like new devices, things that could really help me dial in while I was in the house. And I feel like that was my main focus going in. It was kind of like uh, like a person who know they're about to go to jail, you start mentally preparing. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, this shit about to lock up? Okay, man, I got to get my laptop up. I got to get my microphones. So I can record the crib. I got to like start <clears throat> writing more treatments for music videos and stuff like that because that's really my only outside representation now at this point that putting my energy into creating music that you know, that isn't, you know, that sounds different than what it was because inevitably it's going to. And then putting energy toward like more visual representation, just more creative works. And I feel like what I have to offer with this EP is really different than what I've offered with other ones because it was more of like, I'd offer more outside experiences. Now what I'm offering is a more intimate, personal novelty type shit. And, I, and I'm and i happy to even get into that space because I really feel like I was really running before and now I was able to stop and tighten up loose screws and shit like that in That's certain dope. areas. So it's dope. I'm really excited about it. So, yeah. so the title's called Love Is? Re Love Really Is. Love Really Is? It's inspired by that, by those, remember those yeah. old little... The shit that the homies used to send to their girls and it was locked up. And the pinta. And then the pinta, they draw that shit. <laughs> so, like, like what, kind of, what, what things are you? do you guys miss? Like... I miss I miss uh, I miss parks. I remember going like Lamarada Park and like going outside and for like Easter or whatever with my family. I miss family parties. I grew up like at with oldies playing in the background, guys in the front on the grill, women in the kitchen cooking, kids in the backyard playing kickball and with soccer. Like I miss that shit. I miss I got I got a huge family, you know. Yeah. So shit, I miss I miss the movie theater. I'll go to movies and <laughs> I'll, I'll go to one movie and then just sneak into another. I'll make it a whole day, you know. Yeah, yeah. I should yeah. be solo at the movie. Yeah, theater, yeah. Man. I would pull yeah. up on like a Tuesday yeah. afternoon. Yeah. That's just to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I miss that. I get I'm, fucking smacked and then goes and catch it. I miss all the homies. Like just like I mean, there's my immediate circle, like y'all, like the people I talk to every day, group chat, my dogs. But then I miss seeing the my homie that's not. We not super close, but I love seeing my nigga in passing, yeah. you know, like in between shows and and other people that I know that are really grinding and really getting it. I feel for them and I miss seeing them because that was really our space for us to bond. And there were some certain people that I was able to like hit up and be like, yo, check in on you. How you doing? And, you know, where's your head at type energy? But it's not this, you know, it's not not say it's not the same, but, it, you know, it's just the nature of our relationship and how it's gone over, like, you know, there's people I've been seeing since since we was doing this shit in, like, 2010, 2012, and I'm still seeing them actively working and stuff, so we all adapting, and that's really what I miss more than anything, like, just the music community and being yeah. able to see the fans and see the listeners and see the the people who, you know, are really invested in the shit that we've been offering over the last few yeah, years. Yeah, one of the main things I miss is music, like, just yeah. music. Live music. That live music, live music, music festivals. I'm like, man, like, bro, I want to freaking, like, go somewhere, hear music loud with, like a bunch of people just like that was all like the same energy one all, thing that yeah. I just love like and like we just and that's like the thing that's like furthest away like cause it's oh, like it's not coming <laughs> I'm so tired of hearing three more weeks <laughs> and just three more weeks you know and the, like three and more like, weeks I was telling you I was like man I ain't never gonna get to see Pop Smoke live now I'm like man that's <laughs> oh, ridiculous man. I definitely just because you mentioned that and as well we there was a segment in our first episode that we had big up to Kobe cause that was the beginning of 
the pod and the first loss really of 2020. Yeah. But from there on, you know, it's just been a slew of the floodgates open. Yeah. Heroes. So many people are inspirational cast. Shout out, you know, rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Rest in peace. Uh, I was about to say, <laughs> rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace, uh, Chadwick Boseman. Rest in peace. Oh yeah, I almost forgot about that. Bro. Black Panther, dog. Fucking for real, bro. That was that was 2020. That was 2020. Yeah, 20. Did did John Witherspoon also pass away in 2020? I, I'm not sure. So, I can't remember. Do so many people? I can't. I can't even name them. All. I think he did, but it feels like a blur, man. Honestly, like the whole and yeah. Tiny from Friday as well. Yeah, R.P. Tiny. Yeah, Debo. Debo. Our uh, Cicely Tyson. R.P. Her. MF, MF Doom, Doom. Oh and that goodness. was the last one. That was the last. Yeah, the villain, <laughs> little, uh, right before the end of the year. You like it was literally clean. the, the, yeah, the day did. before New Year's. Yeah, like, oh, this is how the year's ended. <laughs> yeah, it was like oh, only by thing, the way, I can't. And I don't get me wrong. The way I'm about to word this, the only thing I liked about the way the new, you know, hearing about his death was it was the last villainous move. Like, bro was already elusive, and you know, you'd hear. I we've been listening to him for at least almost like. 10, 20 years since since nineteen nineties, and he died two months before, and nobody knew. Yeah. Like, oh, by yeah. the way, he died on yeah. Halloween. Yeah, yeah. yeah like what? <laughs> Crazy man, Crazy. And it was like that's very doom, very yeah. doom esque. That's like show. That's like him showing up, but not showing up, sending in an imposter type situation. Yeah. Like y'all thought I was alive, y'all was vibing the whole time, and I've been there for two months. <laughs> So, you know, RIP MF Doom, RIP everybody we lost in 2020, RIP the versions and parts of ourselves that we, we lost, lost in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't know if if we'll ever be getting those back. Like, nah, yeah. I don't think we'll ever be really the same. I, I feel like I came out a better person, though. That, that shit that I lost, I don't I didn't need that shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, yeah. And, and I feel like even in that respect, too, I'm, within the framing of, like, personal victories and personal growth in a chaotic space, like... I'm happy for, as usual, I'm happy for every little loss that occurred because it got me to the space that I am now. Like, certain friendships ain't the same, certain relationships ain't the same, but certain other relationships have been strengthened. Yeah. Other other uh, interests of mine have been peaked, and I'm really excited, you know, this podcast being one of these things that I'm excited to get into a more creative and consistent space because I miss doing shows and I'm sure I'm and I'm feeling like my my energy is transmuting into this and other works that even when shit opens it back up I don't even think like I'm sure there'll be some people that would be quick to hit the stage type stuff but I feel like my energy now is a little bit different I might curate myself and carry myself a little differently than yeah. you know y'all I feel I like another life I feel like it. another lifesaver was our group chat at least for me because yeah. otherwise oh, yeah. the only people I'd be talking to is my girl and fucking the kids yeah. like yeah. So, like, that's a good, like, social. That was a good social album for me to just be. That's why I just be in the me, just, just running my mouth. It's a safe space, yeah, like, know, just like, to talk shit, just, space, just to get oh, something yeah. off. Kinda like, only people I'm talking to is a fucking girl and a fucking six year old. On, like, <laughs> like, I need to be talking with my boys about some stuff, man. Especially if I wasn't going outside, like, that was a good outlet. The group chat, like, just yeah. talk anytime, just chop every, and it's just every day. There's always a topic in there where some we're talking about, just, just going in, you know, like. Yeah. And I appreciate that about. I appreciate y'all for yeah. always being there. And be, before COVID and now, like even as early as when we first started doing this as a collective, when we was running the streets and you know taking those trips and going out of state and, and everything, and even the way we are now, like in our in our, I want to say older, but we're definitely more adult than we were back then. Like we still been able to 
keep keep that light about us and keep that energy that we can still be happy no matter what. Like we ain't never our friend group has never lost, you know, never missed a beat. And I appreciate that about y'all. I love y'all. And that's why we're gonna keep on doing this. Like, you know, we've always had a lot of pun intended rad habits and we're gonna keep being rad until we not alive anymore. Yes, sir. Factual. Yeah, we're like a decade deep into this right, shit, man. We're, that's why it's, it's Krilly fam, bro. Yeah. We're family, It's bro. the family, yeah. <laughs> like, the moment we said it was Krilly fam, it, we, we could have done anything. Like, yeah. we could have turned into whatever and it's still the fam. And that's exactly what it is. Shout out to all the Krilly fam members, everybody who's been supporting us from day one, everybody supports, who's a Cam Gnarly supporter, everybody who's a, a DC, DC, DC supporter, Aaron May supporter, a, a Kato supporter, like, or and as well, shout out to the haters, man. Shout out to everybody who ever hated and tried to stop <laughs> us and get mad at us. Every every feeling I ever heard, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm sorry, not sorry. You know, it happened. It all happened for a reason, and here we are. It happens. Yeah, it happens. So what's happening now? What's going on with y'all now? Like, what's cracking now? What 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 are y'all watching? What are you listening to? What do you like? Who do you like? I've been on like an Motown kick. I haven't been fucking with hip hop like that lately. I'm just tired of people fucking my bitch. I'm tired of protect Philippe's. I'm tired of Rich and Millie's. I'm tired of fucking Ice Water. I'm tired of all that shit. You know, I'm tired. I'm tired of the ego. You mean so? I've been on like on like a Motown trip. A lot of Young Michael. A lot of Young Stevie. That's right. And then a lot of R&B, like 90s R&B, a lot of Dua Lipa, a lot of... We danced around the gym like a half a fag, like fucking... Uh, <laughs> yo! Brad Pitt. <laughs> Brad Pitt, oh like burn after reading. Edit my boy. <laughs> <laughs> but I just like happy... Like I'm just... But that's what I'm trying to get. Like happy shit, like good vibes. Like shit that's fucking... Just not... Like I remember when like Fifty Cent came out, I wanted to get shot so bad. Like shit, like being a thug, like mob deep. Like I was listening to this shit as a kid, and I was really out. I, yeah, was really, I remember those. I was really getting in fights. Oh, yeah. I was really I, I doing this shit. I used to want to just have a gun. Yeah, like, I used to want to have a gun so bad when Junior came yeah, out. Yeah, like, I used to literally like carry a fucking like a painted, like spray painted black fucking water gun. I used to carry that shit around. Damn. See, and look at you now. You didn't grow no. up. <laughs> Man, we Wild little kid, bro. Yeah. A little skateboard. Thinking that shit was funny, bro. Yeah. Nowadays, probably would have got shot. That was before when they you would think like, "Oh, you fucking get shot, fucking." Do it. I was just doing that shit for fun. I thought yeah. it was funny. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like hip hop's always been complex like that. There's always like a negative side, and that always gets more attention than you know a lot of the yeah. people who have like more positive music or you know more of a like progressive. Sound yeah, you know that's it's always been that way, man. Because like while like Fifty Cent was popping, you always, you you also had Ja Rule who was like popping at the same time. You know, yeah. True. Now, granted, they went up against each other, but if they're able to coexist at the same time, like a lot of the artists, yeah, are I was now, listening like, into both though. Yeah, like, man, same yeah. age, same here. I feel like Fifty Cent is really the last gangster rapper that really was. Like now we have. Like, like, I would listen to Ashanti and listen to Fifty Cent while I want a gun, but I'm still listening to like Ashanti. Like, <laughs> yeah, feeling that shit. The gangster rap now is like a parody of gangster rap. Like what gangster, what we knew gangster rap to really be, it's now grown into like this, this satirical space of like everybody gonna kill you, but ain't nobody really gonna kill you type. You know, yeah. Like, well, there is really some like real that. ones. There's a few some people going. To, some people going to jail. <laughs> people <laughs> catching bodies. <laughs> that's that's probably the biggest. That's probably the biggest. Uh, <laughs> the biggest thing about it is like there's some people who really about that. Like they probably they don't even care about making music. They they really is catching bodies. Like they oh, yeah, they making music is keeping them from catching bodies. Yeah. You can tell who's really yeah. like actually in that shit, man. Yeah. And some people just talking about it. What's yeah. your favorite? Like what's your favorite? Like if we're gonna put th- two things in. 
in in those positions? Like, what's your favorite progressive music right now? And what's your favorite, like... Well, let's not call what? it progressive, but, like, there's people who are, like, making music that's not about anything, like, violent or, like, yeah. you know, they're talking about fucking somebody's bitch or they're just, like, flexing the whole time. Yeah. And that's cool, too, you know? Like, if you're into that, that's fine, you know? But you probably have to dig a little deeper to find artists who are making music like that. Yeah. But uh, I'm on that Pooh Shiesty right now, man. That nigga's album is fucking... That shit goes crazy. Yeah, him. He got a a really dope song with a uh, little Dirk and Gucci Man on there. Oh yeah, that that Dirk song goes. Yeah, out. I heard some of the. I haven't heard the whole album. I heard some of the songs. I heard "Get It Out the Mud." I feel like "Get It Back Yeah, in blood, "Get It Back in Blood." Yeah, I feel like and it's I heard dope his other song Dirk on the the ten seventeen. Um, he was that, going off on the ten seventeen yeah. tape. That was I was like, oh, okay, that's Gucci's dude's... artist. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, Gucci's Gucci's still going. I've been listening to like still a lot of niggas on. Stuff. I was on the whole lot of red. And right now, I've been on the Uno. I've, I I've, fell off of Uno for a while, but I don't know. I listen to that shit. I'm still on the fucking flex music, like because I'm getting money now. So like I, that, shit just, <laughs> hey, that shit makes me feel good. Yeah, I relate to good. it like even more now yeah. when they're saying it. I'm like, yeah. fuck yeah, I fucking. I'm flex fucking music feels up, better like, when there's money in your pocket. <laughs> like, you know, when there's money in your pocket, it feels better. But then there's people who don't got the money, so I'm sure they got. Uh, you know, they feel yeah. some kind of way about getting flexed on. That's that's okay. That's understandable. But you know, you gotta appreciate it, appreciate it all, for real. I'm happy to see Dirk coming up the way he is. I didn't think it was going to go like that for bro. And he's been on a run since that Drake feature, oh, yeah. which was also right before. Was that a COVID song? It was what? It was like that, Borderline. Uh, it was like Borderline. Baby. Oh, yeah. yeah that was whatever. That was during COVID. That was during COVID? That was 2020. Yeah. yeah. That was another good one. Yeah. I missed it, bro. I'm also listen, still listening to like a lot of R&B stuff. Uh, Brent Fiez. Blast, too. Blast is hard. Blast is going, going Blast, crazy. Uh, yeah, I one see the favorites. name, but I haven't. Check I wouldn't even out. know how to describe it. It's, it's like a West Coast sound, um, but it's really melodic. He's like really singing a lot. Um, I I just messed with the, I just messed with his whole his whole branding and his whole get down. Like more than anything, I I'm at the point now. Like I listen to music, but I really like how things are packaged. You know, it's kind of like I like how people get down more than I even listen to their music. I like the way that they handle themselves, carry themselves, and he's one of those people like. When I see his music and his aesthetic and everything like that, from the his visuals out to the uh, the homie who shoots his video, City uh, City James from the IE. Um, when I see these aesthetics, like that's what I'm really a fan of. Like I like people. The same reason I like Drake back in the day and stuff like that. Like bro was always. I you could see the plan that's effect in effect when you're coming across this person's music. This ain't just some flyby thing. Yeah. Like, it reminds me of the same way I felt about, like, Jay-Z and Rockefeller and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. they got a plan, and they're sticking to it, and it's in the, and they coming up. And you I can like tell that. there's longevity in their in their style, you know, in yeah. music. You know, you could revisit it. You could tell them. who puts in a lot of time, yeah. like, and work. Like, you could tell when it's, like, like you said, it's planned. It's time's been put into it rather than, like, they may just have talent, and then they just throw something together. And that still can be good, but you could tell when somebody really takes time and they package it and they like like you said with Drake when he, like he doesn't put out flops bro like and he makes a gang of music bro yeah. so like he only picks the best stuff like and then he gives you that like it's it's some people they be like you could tell they giving you songs that were like throwaways yeah like they're just like all right we need to like put some throw these in there you know to make it and 10, then those people you know? are just like pushing out content like all yeah, the time. yeah. like every month almost they're like pushing out yeah. content like it's either a single or album or something but Drake is like calculated, man. Like he's like thinking months and years down yeah. the line. I appreciate yeah. people who are calculated. Yeah, you know, not. I mean, we could spend all time talking about the 
the top top guys. But I appreciate people even on a lower on a lower level who are calculated in their in the in their approach. Yeah, that's to music. what I'm saying. Even that's lower guys who do yeah. that, you can tell that the lower guys that do that, you can tell the lower guys that made like. 40 songs and then they only gave you 10 of them, you know, and you oh, never yeah. heard the other 30 songs. You can yeah. tell which guys do that, bro, because it just be like banger, banger, duh, and everything just sounds clean. Like yeah. everything about, like you could tell, like <clears throat> there ain't no slip ups. Like speaking of, uh, since you're talking about Drake, have you, do you guys listen to Draco? Draco the Ruler? I do sometimes. Nah. No. I like, what I like about his music is the kind of like the other side of it, like the fact that it's not super packaged like that, but it's the impact and the effect of it. Like watching the reaction, like in the streets to it, 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 like I appreciate that too. Like I think he has a story that like makes him, you know, more legendary than like his music, you know, because people similar like a Fifty Cent, yeah, like Fifty Cent, yeah, like you have that shit that nigga almost got life, right? Like yeah, they tried to put that nigga like the life, try to get him. They really did, and him and the whole Sting team. I've been listening to uh, this other guy too. Uh, He got this song called Outside, and it's another artist from. Draco's camp is called Lil Deuce. You got this song called Outside. I'll play for y'all. But why I like it, it just sounds like, it sounds like people just having fun. Like being able to be in the streets still. Because some people who don't care about COVID at all, and they really outside and they, and they Florida. really live. Florida. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> y'all want to go to Miami? <laughs> for real. We can we can pretend like COVID don't even exist out there. Yeah, for real. But. Maybe one of these days we'll have to take a pot out there. we have to... DC's have, not I'm, going to I'm, Florida. I'm never going to DC's Florida. DC's not going to Florida. <laughs> I'm, I'm never bro. going to Florida. <laughs> You're never going to Florida? Never. He What's up? I'm good. I'm, I'm not going over there. There's something in the water over there that's making them people wrong, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Florida man and all of that? Florida yeah, man. bro. Florida man. Oh, I'm good. There's nothing over there for me. I'm good. Oh my god! I'm good. I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine over here. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Cali, yeah, Cali's just like Florida. We damn near open. That's what you're saying. Like we really already almost. Open. We're on the verge of. Like, we're on the like. Yeah. But I'm saying we're. I think we're the furthest behind like of other states, bro. Like you see in the basketball games and the football games, the other stadiums they be having people in them. But Lakers ain't nobody in there. Yeah, Lakers go somewhere else. Only people in there. People in there fucking taunting LeBron and <laughs> talking shit. <laughs> Yo, courtside Karen. Courtside Karen. That was great. Yeah, that was something of 2020. I definitely enjoyed the Karens of it, the Karen situation. Oh yeah, those are always because it's like what you were saying, bro. Like you, it, it's comedy. Like it's controversial, of course, in those situations. But it's comedy to watch somebody like be so head up their ass. To like find the time to fuck with another person like that shit is crazy. And they're gonna, and they're gonna die behind this belief. They're gonna die behind this belief. Yeah, it's so sick to me. Like they just wake up like you know I'm gonna go to the local Walmart. <laughs> I'm not gonna wear a mask and I'm gonna record it and yeah. like and we're just gonna go <laughs> take your ass home, bro. I, like, and I dare them to stop me. I yeah. dare them to try it. Like get a yeah. life, like oh, man. You ain't doing nothing. I'm like. Yeah, this is. Crazy. I'm like you guys are really out here changing the world, trying to change the world with that mask stuff, like. like yeah. People just don't like being told what to do, man. It doesn't matter Since what we it dig is. It. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just gotta... We don't like being told so, what to do either. Yeah. That's Some true. things, though, you, it's just not worth it. And that it's mask not stuff... Yeah. It's not worth the Mask yeah. stuff is not was not worth it. Like, just put the mask on or just stay ass at home. Yeah. Have you gotten pressed about the mask? I always wore mine. I, wore I ain't mine, never yeah, had yeah. a problem. I wear mine. I, use, I, I wear mine. But I feel like because I have a musical platform, anytime the times that I've gone out or say I record something and post it on my story or something like that, and and I do the scan, like if I was to scan the room right now and we don't have our masks on, I'm gonna get a DM. So I'm like, wow, bro, 
No mask. <laughs> really, bro? Really? <laughs> thought you were better than that, Cam. Like, yeah. Thought you were positive. Like, that like, more high ground I was talking about, man. Yeah. Yeah, whatever, man. Guess What's that? What? Guess what? <laughs> shout out my not. boy V.I. What's that called? Virtue signaling, bro? Something like that. You know, shout out to V.I. is always in the house, by the way. Because when you see this, we're going to be having all kinds of, like, different things floating across the screen. And we got to give it up to our boy V.I. And again, this podcast is powered by Productive Culture. So, you know, if you're trying to get your podcast off the ground and you, you know, want to create a platform to converse about the things that you're interested in, how at Productive Culture they're going to get you right. And that's at Productive Culture on all socials? Yes, sir. Yeah. That's that. At Productive Culture, yeah. So yep. follow them on everything to get your needs. <laughs> Got to get that plug in real quick for, <laughs> our, for our sponsor. Plug. Commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? But, uh, man, I appreciate y'all. This is episode one. Thank you for tapping in the Rat Habits podcast. Be sure to check out uh, the the Rat Habits holiday uh, Instagram and uh, Rat Habit Hold Twitter page because we will be posting all uh, upcoming events and opportunities for y'all to participate in the pod, uh, as well as we will be keeping up with a Rat Habits. Oh, that's me sitting. That's how I know it's my rookie. <laughs> we will be keeping up with the uh, Rat Habits holiday playlist. So if there's any artists out there who wants to check out their music or, you know, you know, get our opinions on, on your sound and everything like that, go ahead and shoot it to us and we will make a space for you and create a platform for you. But uh, yeah, any closing thoughts, my guys? I don't know about closing thoughts, but um, going back to what we were doing, that Judas and the Black Messiah was mm, fucking yeah, fire. Let's talk about um. that. <laughs> Daniel Kaluuya was amazing. And Lakeith Stanfield. That, that, that shit was... Lakeith is an IE legend. Lakeith... Lakeith don't miss, man. That shit was like <laughs> bangers, bro. Yeah. Like that's only he only comes out in bangers. Right? He hasn't yeah. missed since Get Out. Yeah, ever since Get Out, like yeah. he was uh, the first time I seen him in the movie was NWA. He played Snoop. In yeah, NWA. yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was whatever. But <laughs> yeah. I was just like, you literally you just yeah. went from saying he don't miss to missing. <laughs> hey, hey, that's a good role no, though. Movie, that, yeah, that, that's that a good great. role to land though. Like yeah. you know, that's, that's a good role. Yeah, yeah to start good. off that way, your career is only going upwards. And then you did Get Out, and Get Out was because that was a big movie, bro. Yeah, yeah. It was fire. Yeah. yeah. And it was good. I liked it. Yeah. But yeah, Shout that, to Black that Judas and Black Messiah, man. Like, I already had high expectations of it just because also Daniel Kaluuya, man, he always comes out in bangers too. But sure. man's don't miss. The British motherfucker, man. He's <laughs> this uh, we could talk about the the British wave of actors over the last few years. The like, homie from Snowfall, that was British. Yeah, yeah he is. Really? Or, yeah. And you know who his vocal his vocal coach is Dub C. <laughs> yeah, but you could hear that. <laughs> from West Side Connect. You could hear yeah. that, bro. No like, way. Yeah. Connect yes. game, connect game. Yeah. Yeah. Watch the credits, bro. Like he's yeah. like the dialect coach. I did not that know yeah. that. That's crazy. Snowfall's coming back too, by you the way. Got a that's real my crip over there. Yeah, yeah real That's crazy. really right. again, that's really what's keeping me. I'm gonna teach you how to talk like an LA. That's what's been keeping me through this 2020, man. I'm telling you, like. Being able to watch the things that I want to watch and, you know, getting into new shows and movies. Shout out to HBO Max. They're they killing the streaming game right now. Yeah, I got too many uh, subscriptions yeah. right now. I, <laughs> I don't have HBO Max. <laughs> I got uh, Disney taxing me, Netflix, freaking Apple. I'll shoot you the Crunchyroll. Crunchy Crunchy Crunchyroll. <laughs> See, if you get HBO Max, you get you get Crunchyroll. Really? And yes, you do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's run it. You get, like, I think you get, like, AMC. You get Cartoon Network, Adult Swim. Now you need to get on HBO Max because a lot of movies that are that were supposed to come out in theaters are just going to be showed on like yeah. HBO Max. Uh, so right. you got to get up on that. Yeah, I'll show you the credentials, bro. All right, all right. Give me some stock tips, yeah. <laughs> I got you. Don't shit. Yeah. Don't shit.
<laughs> Tune in for the next episode. We're gonna have DC Stock Corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give you guys some what to buy. Teach you how to run up the score. Tell you, tell you, tell you how to get a bag. <laughs> gonna be tell, you, tell you what to do with that second stimmy when it lands. <laughs> yeah, when is that shit coming, bro? Biden's capping. Biden was like, <laughs> bro, I'm gonna I'm shut a, it down. You, you guys think, are gonna man. get. Hey, bro. Yesterday I was getting gas and I got a little mad, bro. I was like, I pumped like a dub. Usually, I I put like I don't usually get like more, bro. I fucking was like. What the fuck happened? I was like, bro, I kind of like Trump prices. <laughs> Trump's fucking gas prices better, bro. It was like two eighty, like three ten. I fucking went to the tank yesterday. Shit was like four something, fucking three ninety. The best I could get yesterday was like three. I think the best I could got, got yesterday was like three seventy. And the, but I had already pumped for like three ninety, and I was like, God damn. But I'm like, bro, prices was what, man. Yeah, hey, this what y'all Biden. wanted. Trump 2024. <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't care. Only thing me and Trump have in common is our love for money. I appreciate money. But also, I don't like the capitalist uh, state that we in as well. But nonetheless, you know, it's just a double-edged sword. This the get, your money, get your money to avoid the problems, but also recognize that money is not going to solve any of your problems. So It'll solve a lot of them. It'll solve, I, I it'll solve, solve, it'll solve I 90, like 95% yes. of your problems. I, 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 said, I, didn't say, I didn't say it was going to solve all your problems. Yeah. Emotional solve, problems yeah. cannot be fixed. You no. got it in your head, but every, pretty much the yeah. stuff can be fixed with some money. Yeah, you I got bills. Pass, <laughs> you can yeah. pacify yourself and a lot of your woes with Keep that positive but yourself, also, you, bro. you can also have some money to take your ass to a therapist. <laughs> yeah. Keep that also, man. Yeah, very also. true. Very true. So yeah. I'm telling you, you got to get a bag. Yeah. Got to. You can't be broke and happy. I don't know. Like you I cannot. You can't. I'm sorry. Uh, not, not, America. not America. Not in America. Not in America. You can't. Not not in, I don't care. Don't can't don't do try America, to push bro. that at you. I'm not. Yeah, I wasn't gonna try to trick you to be like, look, be broken. It's yeah. happiness. You can't be broke and happy. There's no way to be broke and happy. You could be rich and sad. You could be rich and sad. Yeah. Yeah, I, read, I mean, I read. And you be, could be broke and happy to an extent, but you're going to have to wake up and. To an re- extent. You, there's certain that. factors that you're going to gonna have to re- come realize that are real and. Your family won't respect you. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people, yeah, it's a lot of bad shit. I mean, brokenness is a, gener- a literal generational curse. Like, there's everybody's yeah. trying to break that curse. They yeah, can get bro. some money for their people. Me, so you can worry about Aaron, we're shit. talking about that shit, bro. <laughs> this world is janky. Government yeah, blocking bro. people, from, just blocking people from success, bro. Facts. Then you already start your grandma poor, your mom poor. Now you got to be the one. And I was, like, some, I was like, and some people get lucky and then their parents, you know, be the ones that break it, but not everybody get that. And you yeah. be the, now I'm True. one of those people. Like, like I'm, granted, I'm, my mom, my family worked <laughs> hard, bro. But yeah, I'm in the know. position now that I, I mean, yeah, because our, our, our parents are in that position. Yeah. They broke yes. a lot of curses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even my grandparents broke, yeah. did that shit. But now I'm a part of the legacy of like, you got to keep that shit going though. Yeah. As well. And it's really just about maintaining your assets though as 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 a as a family lineage. But There's so many yeah. ways to get money right now, man. Yeah. There's really no excuse for you to be out here fucking pockets empty. Yeah. Sorry. I ain't eating. <laughs> I ain't eating. You got to eat. You ain't eating. Everybody eats. Everybody eats. Yeah. Real shit. If I'm not stacking, I'm embarrassed. Should be, I am. So yeah, I mean, again, you're, man, you're, you're young and you're okay. But once you start, we you grown, like, dog. We're once you're 27 club and you didn't die, it's the time to stop being broke. Like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're grown, dog. Get it how you live. Get it however you can. Honestly, you 18, no 19, 20, 21. Uh, you still good. You still got some time. But. And I mean, I wish it wasn't like that, but I mean, unfortunately, it is like, and you got to participate. This is the world we live in. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, do something good with your money. I feel that's what that's what I really. Believe. But even if you're not doing anything good with your money, but like just 
maintain it. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, yeah. The root of that is getting the money first. Yeah. You can't do anything good. First, you got to get the money. It takes and then money, takes money to make money. money. Factuals. Like, I really don't care what you spend it on, man. But you have to be out here trying, bro. But some people don't want to put in that grind, yeah. you know. Some people don't want to work that whack ass job and stack bread and not go nowhere. They want to fucking work their job and buy shoes every weekend, go out every. And then it's like, oh, when ten years gone by, and like, all right, well, you still working there? Like, yeah. you was happy buying the shit every weekend? It's like Nipsey said, man. Sometimes you gotta get. <laughs> they ugly. just want to go straight to the fucking the good shit, the good life. You don't work like that. You, you gotta go straight to the Yeah. Sometimes you have to get <laughs> ugly. Get ugly on them. Yeah. Stack yeah. your bread up. Get ugly. And then, then get money. Then yeah. shine first. Some people just want to be out there. They just want to have fun. Stacking money ain't fun. Saving your money's not fun. That's really, yeah. No one tells Working you. Working on yeah. yourself is not fun. None this of those shit things is not are fun. Enjoyable. It's not fun at all. You gotta, it's supposed <laughs> to be uncomfortable. It's you gotta supposed go to hurt. It. You got to go yeah, through Yeah, it. you got to yeah. go through it. But when you get to that yeah. end result, you're like, oh, yeah. Fucking, I did that. That shit was terrible. But now I'm, I did some, you know, that's how it be. Get it yeah. out the mud. Nobody can tell you shit. Yep. Facts. Facts. Well, on get it out the mud. Yep. Yeah, on that note. You ain't that's got a whip? Save up for one. Yeah. And that's going to be stop uncomfortable. Stop going out. That's going to be uncomfortable. Yeah, stop. Stay your ass in the house. You shouldn't be going anywhere anyways. You don't got a fucking whip. <laughs> Stay at home. I feel like that's really... That's the, like a prime example. How, how we even survived 2020 is that we all were forced to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. We were forced to be uncomfortable and the best of us got it out the uncomfort. Yeah, you know, or got it out the discomfort, and other people just this show. This show the people down, that yeah. are incapable of staying out in the house, like they just like they, they just like hit a bar, bro. Like, they, they fucking like, yeah, I, <laughs> I gotta eat a burger on the side of the road. <laughs> I gotta go outside. I gotta be around people. I gotta yeah. fucking be drinking out. I gotta be at a bar with a fuck. I'm good. I gotta be at a full bar, fucking drinking. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm dying. I'm depressed. I'm about to kill my like. Calm yeah. down. You about to kill yourself because you gotta. You can't go shopping. You can't go to the mall. You about to kill yourself. Calm down. Because that's the only thing that they're pacifying <laughs> their happiness with. You know what I'm saying? Like. And that bar every they're not good. Yeah. They're not good. Like we, what we were just saying earlier. Like you're not happy. Yeah, like, like, you're not you, happy. You need to self. You've been pretending to be happy because you've been going out and spending money and you know <laughs> linking up with chicks and da da da. You need you needed somebody to tell you sit your ass down, yeah. man, get your life together. Yeah. I know I did, and I'm happy for it. I'm not even mad. Like I set my ass down, and I got my shit together. My shit was cool before, but it's way better now. So. Shout out to COVID. Yeah. Fuck COVID, but I fuck with yeah. you know, you did, you know, fuck pre- COVID, appreciate but I fuck you. with COVID. I fuck with COVID. Really. <laughs> I really do. I'm I got like what how much extra money did you get off COVID? Ran it up, man. You feel me? Ten bands, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I want a hundred. I want a hundred bands, man. And we're gonna see. We're gonna see. But shit, we ain't outside, but we here though. So I'm happy about that. Where I have this podcast. So is that a wrap on the I think what you wanna? That's a wrap. That's a wrap. There. What song are you gonna add to? The I'm adding outside. That's my song. I'm adding to the playlist. Little Deuce outside because it feel like outside's opening back up, and that song makes me think about that. That song. That's what I'm on. So that's my my song. What you what you wanna add to the playlist? Uh, Zap it, Roger. More balance to the ounce. Okay. I'm just gonna keep a gangster on this shit. You love keeping a gangster. Yeah. I love that. I love that about you. Very dangerous, but I love that about you. All right, Dad I'll... was a gangster. Mom was a gangster. I don't got no choice. All right. <laughs> I'll put uh Pooh Guard Up. Guard Up? That's yeah. that song is fire. Yeah. That song fire. I fuck with that. That's what I'm...
I'll put the Uno, the activist, Taco Bell. That's Taco Bell? Right yeah, now. that shit going I, I, I've been playing. I, that shit been on repeat in my car. Like, I was like, Taco Bell. <laughs> All right, bet. That's what we add to the playlist. If y'all got any other suggestions to add to the playlist, go ahead and DM us. Hit us up on Rat Habits Holiday Instagram page or Rat Habits Hole on Twitter. I'm your host, Cam Gnarly. Aaron Mays. Kato. Kato. DC. We out of here. We out. Peace. See you next time.